0: The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. you are your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Tuesday the 9th of October. In your Squiz today, the report that tells the world we have about a decade to get our climate policies right. The Sydney Opera House and what is projected on its sales. A bad day for ANZ Bank. And Taylor Swift gets political. This is your Squiz today. Claire, the world's leading body of climate
1: change researchers have delivered a report which
0: basically says we aren't doing enough.
1: Yeah, and it comes off the back of the Paris Climate Agreement and governments that went to that meeting in 2015 and then asked scientists to really come back to them and let them know what uh, global warming of 1.5 to 2 degrees Celsius over pre-industrial levels look like, and it's not a particularly pretty Picture, even when it comes to what um, sounds like a fairly small adjustment. So, what do we need to do? Well, what the uh, IPCC, which is um, the name of that body of scientists, says uh, that what we need to do is stop using coal uh, by 2050, which, as you can imagine, in our current political climate for Scott Morrison, who's um, basically come in on an agenda of lowering energy prices, which means using Coal and quite a bit of coal over renewable energy. Yeah. In terms of actually uh, getting climate warming under that one and a half degrees, we would basically need to stop putting carbon dioxide into the uh, environment and, uh, and pretty quickly, like in the next decade. Uh, Obviously, there's a, there's a
0: number of sides to the argument here in Australia. Um, Scott Morrison had a little bit to say about this yesterday.
1: He did, and said, "You know let's just keep it in perspective in terms of australia's contribution uh, we." put about one, uh, well, we contribute to global emissions by about one and a bit percent. So, we're not a big carbon dioxide producer, but of course, we've got our part to play and uh, that's what Labor and the Greens were saying. And when um, it comes to looking at the election cycle that we're coming into, uh, the coalition has a target of 26% emissions reduction, uh, whereas Labor is looking at about 45%. So, there's a big big... difference there and no doubt it will become an election uh, campaign issue.
0: Yeah, another one uh, that they've put on the, that the coalition's put on the agenda and will announce more about today is their soon to be released population
1: policy. So it sounds like Alan Tudge, who's the Minister for Population and Urban Infrastructure, still needs to really talk to his colleagues about it, but he's going to the Menzies Research Centre today to talk about some ideas around particularly Sydney and Melbourne's infrastructure problems that have come from some pretty fast and and sharp population growth numbers and that looks like putting um, some visa restrictions on new migrants to make sure that they settle outside of those cities Uh, but also funding for things like fast rail projects just so people can get in and out of cities more easily.
0: Uh, Our iconic Sydney Opera House is the subject of much debate, not just here in Sydney, but it's making news all around the nation, uh, as to whether the state government made the right decision in allowing an ad for a horse race on it.
1: Look, and not just all around the nation, all around the world. It was quite interesting as I was um, looking around the international news websites yesterday. It's actually um, penetrated international news. Yeah, it's um, after allegations of bullying. um, Alan Jones was wrapped up in that when it came to talking to the head of the Opera House. Uh, Reassurances from the New South Wales government because Gladys Berejiklian and other – who's the Premier and other um, ministers are are quite supportive of the idea – uh, and then claims yesterday from the head of um, race in New South Wales that they never really asked for it in the first place. Uh, it's been quite a big deal. And anyway, tonight, if um, you're there at the right time, I think it's only a light show for about 10 minutes, it's going to be on the Opera House tonight.
0: Yeah, it looks like there could be some protests as well. What they're actually putting on there is the colours of the 12 horses contesting the the Everest race. Uh, as well as the barrier name they have been drawn to and the Everest Trophy. Not the first time something related to sport has been projected onto the Opera House, but this one obviously stirring up debate given the nature of what it is. Now, there's a few businesses having a good day and a few having a bad day. Let's start with
1: the bad. ANZ Bank. Yes, it yesterday updated the market to say that uh, its bottom line for the year would be $824 million worse off. And that has to do with compensation and and redress schemes that it needs to target towards its customers but also write-downs of things like redundant IT systems. But, yeah, that's a big write-down for them. And Telstra's in a spot of
0: trouble with the Australian Communications and Media Authority. It's been ordered to audit its priority assistance systems after two seriously ill people died when their landlines failed.
1: Yeah, so it makes obligations to people on a priority assistance list. And uh, that means that particularly if they need a, a working landline at all times because they have light threat- life-threatening conditions, that's what they need to do. And, and a couple of people died without a working landline, which they've apologised for. Yeah, the next one's like, it,
0: it's bad and good. Ex-cricketer Matthew Hayden has had a, a close call with a sand dune on Stradbroke Island. He suffered head and spinal injuries but escaped anything too serious. We'll move right on to the good. That's a good segue into the good news. Um, accounting software MYOB share price is heading in the right direction.
1: Yeah, actually yesterday they had a, a 19% bump after uh, it disclosed to the market that it has been offered $2.2 billion by a private equity firm to um, to buy them out.
0: And listeners may recognise the name Alex McKinnon. He was the rugby league player who became a paraplegic during an NRL game. And the good news is his wife has given birth to their first child. So that's a nice one.
1: And there are new $50 notes out, Claire. There are, and they're quite smart. They've got all sorts of features in them. And Australia is actually a leader in uh, making currencies that are um, safe and um, authenticated. So yes, the, the $50 note has some new features in it.
0: Yeah, it's got a hologram and all sorts of things. So look out for that one. May we all have pineapples in our pockets. And Taylor, this is actually big news. Taylor Swift has for the first time in her career made a political statement. She's never done this before. She's endorsed a Democratic candidate in her home state of Tennessee
1: in the, for the midterm elections. She's been famously apolitical her whole mm. career. So, yeah, I thought it was quite interesting yesterday. One of the the tweets that went um, around yesterday was um, an American writer saying, if you'd told me two years ago that Kanye West would be running around in a Donald Trump make America great great again hat while taylor swift was endorsing democratic candidates um i would have been completely floored that's what's happening so surely the subject line is a taylor swift song it is, Kat, oh, it is. and it comes back to climate change which is uh, are we out of the woods yet which um was a song of hers from a couple of years ago that i quite liked yeah that's a good one one of, my, one of the best i think
0: Jump into the Squiz Today email, plenty more news in there. Read it every day this week and you'll go in the drawer to win a hundred dollars to spend at Woolworths. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast and we will chat to you tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au